Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. Are you tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Well, you could bring stuff with you for okay. sure. You like oh, people brought their books like ready to go, knowing okay. that like we weren't gonna have any Netflix time. Like you couldn't watch Netflix, which was you know. But wow. you could you could bring books because on the Bachelor could, even they they limit your reading material. Yeah. You can't bring books on the Bachelor. I'm pretty sure at least it used to be that you could only bring the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Here to Make Friends, a HuffPost podcast about the Bachelor franchise, where we lovingly snark on the. Bachelor and Bachelor-adjacent shows. Whether you love The Bachelor or love to hate it, we're here to break down every delicious moment with you. I'm Emma Gray. And I'm Lee Blickley. Hello. We know that we've been spending a lot of time, more time perhaps than usual, talking about The Bachelor, but there is still more pod content. Yes, and it's not Bachelor-focused because one of our new obsessions as of late, has been Netflix's The Circle. So we decided to take a break from the woman-on-woman crime and focus instead on alerts, influencers, and the sweet, sweet Joey Sasso. Oh, man. So we had our HuffPost colleague, Jenna Amatuli, and The Circle cast member, Sean Taylor, in studio to talk all things The Circle. We hope you enjoy this bonus pod. Here with us, we have Jenna Amatuli, a trends reporter and our wonderful colleague. Hey guys. First how are time you? on the pod. First time on We're the so pod. We're so blessed. Hashtag blessed. I feel so honored to be here, honestly. These are the celebrities of the newsroom. So to be <laughs> to be among you, it's I feel like I'm meeting like Prince Harry and Meghan Markle in the flesh. We accept you. We accept you. One of Am us, I Harry? One I was about to say, you guys have to decide who is who on that Honestly, one. Honestly, I'll take either. That's fine. Both, both are compliments. <laughs> you know, I'm the partier of the group, so me and Harry, we have a lot oh, of similarities. I, I miss Reckless Harry. That was a time. Know, it, right? was, it was a Vegas good time. Harry. Oh, man. We could have seven podcasts right now. But we are going to talk about The Circle, which is one of my favorite favorite new reality TV shows. It's arguably the best Netflix show that's come out, I think, in the last six months, which is a bold statement to make, it but I will, sta- I will stand yeah, by it till I die. Now, when did you guys pick up The Circle? Because I was late to the game after I heard everybody was watching. I think I was medium to the game, you know? Like, not first, but then it was a couple people unrelated to each other had recommended it to me. I think it, the first... Maybe the first one or two segments had dropped, and then I was just super into it. I think based on that, I'm probably medium to—I might have been late to the game, which I'm ashamed as a trend supporter to admit, (laughs) Um, because by the time I got to it, I think the week I watched— 
I should also admit, I watched this entire show in two days. Oh, it no, was no, obscene. No. I That's watched the way it to in a yeah. Yeah. very short time. And I think the week I watched it was when the last actually maybe third that maybe dropped. that was the same for me. Yeah. yeah, because I'm very much the kind of person I have no patience anymore. So when these shows drop week by week, yeah. I I can't. I wait till the end of it. It's like when you get the free trial for something, I wait till the show is completely on the streaming service yeah. and then and get then the free trial <laughs> so I can binge it. Um, sorry, Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, et cetera. But. but that's the way it works. Like You like to hear a little bit about it. Should I invest my time? For sure. We don't have that much time in our lives. No. Lately, too, with all these Bachelor episodes, let me tell you, I, I don't have any time on my hands. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay, so for... The people who listen to this podcast that might not have watched The Circle, I think we should give a little bit of a rundown in terms of what the structure of it is. Jenna, do you want to take this one? Um, I think I can. So the concept of The Circle is they gather, I believe they start with a group of six, or are there eight of them? I think eight. There are eight eight of them in the beginning. The number changes throughout the course of the series. Um, But basically the concept is each person comes in and they have a specific persona that they want to show the world via a form of social media that they call aptly the circle. Um, It's basically a television screen that has like a messaging component to it. But the only way to use it is to via audio. So people say like, hi, I'm whoever, like press send. The only way to send messages or or communicate with anybody else is through the circle. Um, But the people come in and... Basically, they can be, hi, my name is Joey Sasso, and I'm a Guido guy from Rochester, New York. And they that's the guy on the show, and he's exactly who he says he is. Uh, on the other side of things, then you have a guy who claims to be a woman named Rebecca. Who is uh, his girlfriend. Who yeah. is actually his girlfriend. Um, his real name is Seaburn. It sounds horrible, but he comes in and he's like, I'm going to be a catfish. I'm going to be pre- pretending to be my girlfriend, Rebecca. Um, so yeah, he comes in and he he does that. And in the beginning of the season, you're kind of like, I'm skeptical about this. And as you go forward, it there's gets, a lot of heart. There's yeah. a shocking amount of heart. Of heart. Right. And and to be clear, everyone lives in the same building because the circle is this kind of tech thing that was originally used for the UK version of the show. And so they film in the same building that the UK show does, which I found super interesting. So they live in this building. They're each in their own apartment. So they're physically isolated. You know, they get limit. They don't even have clocks. They don't really know what time of day it is. And the whole structure of these people's lives while they are in the game is these screens and they get various alerts. They get various tasks. And then at the end of each kind of day or cycle, um, I think they the cycles sort of last different amounts of time. Everyone has to rank each other as to how much they like them. Um, at first, and then a little bit more strategy comes in later, and those rankings determine two influencers who then are able to block someone from the circle, and that's how people get eliminated. And it sounds totally like big brother terrifying, and mm-hmm. the premise is sort of, if you think about it too much, you're like, oh, this is kind of dark, but I was shocked at how sweet the tone of the show actually was. It's extremely wholesome. I think another thing as you were just explaining that I feel like the thing I think about all the time or that I thought about the entire time I was watching the show is it's every individual on the show is reminiscent of a person just alone in their own apartment and their musings out loud to themselves but it's actually getting communicated to others. I think the people that they chose in the show the reason it was so successful to me at least was just 
everybody on the show was very good at communicating their thoughts, their emotions, their feelings in real time. Mm-hmm. And the show would not be nearly as interesting without that. Like, yeah, that's what I loved about yeah. it. process must have is been that, very intense. Oh, the, for sure. The voice messaging aspect of it is a different way than uh, just us, you know, going on our phones and typing mm-hmm. out a caption. Well, like, you totally get to think brilliant. out loud. It's, so it comes off much better than it would, say, if you were, like, sending a tweet. Or, because as the viewers, we can hear tone. And the, the various players cannot no. yes. hear tone. So we get to also see them sometimes misunderstand each other, mm-hmm. which is kind of fun because a, a lot of the interactions that you see on The Circle kind of mirror things that you you might have experienced in one way or another via text or you know they have um different challenges that seem to sort of mimic various aspects of social media platforms you know like a reddit ama type Mm -hmm. of thing or um you know they pick profile pictures and status updates status updates dictionary of sorts super Mm -hmm. super interesting to watch people try to determine if I have one photo to present to this world, what am I choosing? Why am I choosing it? Why am I not choosing this other photo? Yeah, I loved when they were, would break down their decisions in that in that vein. Like, why does this picture represent me? Mm-hmm. What do I want to represent to these people so that they feel like they can talk to me or they feel like I'm real and not a catfish? That whole aspect of it was really, really interesting. That The thing that edified me the most about that was I, I feel like when you're, as a woman, using dating apps, I feel like you know or you're very careful about what images you're putting out oh, because, yeah. you, because you want to make sure they're conveying the proper image of yourself. So it was funny because I found that there were some individuals on the show who would pick an image. They would have this whole speech about what they thought that that image conveyed. And it's not what you felt. And it's felt. so not what I thought. And I... In my mind, I mean, that seems very obvious, but, you know, watching the show, you're just sort of like, oh, wow, like this person really thinks that that's what that says. And I don't think that that says that at all. Yeah. Right. We're all trying to project an an image, a message into the world. But the way that that message is received is out of our control. Completely. Mm -hmm. Like I love when they... Uh, the first episode, someone uses a photo that's very filtered, and they mm-hmm. all call her out immediately. Like, I can't trust this girl. Mm-hmm. She filtered her whole face. And I was like, exactly how we feel, though, right. scrolling through Instagram and seeing, like, oh, that's a filter. That's a fil- Oh, look, a real picture. Like, But in tandem with that, I'm thinking um, there was one character on the show who she had had Miranda. And mm-hmm. I personally, I'm, I guess this may, maybe being a woman and knowing that, like, women wear makeup or they don't wear makeup or they're in bathing suits or they're wearing dresses, like, she posted, I think, throughout the series, like, three different photos or images. She had a boomerang at one point of herself. And one of the remarks, I think it was from Shuby, had said at one point, he's another character. Shuby is someone who refers to uh, social media as the devil. As the devil. <laughs> but he says out loud at one point, he goes, I don't, those two photos don't even look like the same woman. He was like, I don't think they are. And in, in my mind, I'm like, oh, no, of course they are. It's definitely the same woman. Yeah. There's no question there. So it was just so funny that... They they immediately jumped to, oh, maybe she's a catfish. Yeah. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, of all the people here, I mean, she wasn't a catfish, but I'm like, of all the people here, she's the last person I would have assumed that about. Yeah. So, again, it's just so funny. You have no control over the, of over your public perception, even though you think you do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this is a great segue for us to kind of go into what do you guys think is new or interesting or moving the genre for uh, of reality television forward about this show? Because I found that it really broke... Uh, broke form with kind of what we're used to consuming in terms of our American reality TV offerings. You know, it wasn't like a 
home makeover or like food competition show. It wasn't a dating show, but like, yeah. all, and yet all of these things played you a part. Existed yeah, you in saw one little thing. elements. Yeah, because it had like the competition aspect, the dating aspect, but it also is very timely to the moment we're in, which is like social media obsession and a way to kind of play with that. I also think the cast has been one of the most diverse casts on reality TV. I mean, I've mentioned many times before that I'm a Survivor fan, and I do see that on that kind of show as well. But this was really interesting because they're millennial, but they're um, much more diverse than we've seen, like, on The Bachelor. Yeah, different body types, different mm-hmm. backgrounds, different socioeconomic situations, mm-hmm. um, a good amount of racial diversity, sexual identities, it was, you know, pretty much everything except for age. We did have one uh, boomer woman accompany her son. Little problematic take. She was arguably the, my least favorite person on the show. She was oh, yeah. my least favorite, too. Okay, I'm sorry, Tammy. She didn't really need to be there. She didn't need yeah. to be there. She didn't need to be there. Ed was, her son was plenty, plenty of personality. Plenty yeah. is the he was perfect capable. word for that. Yeah. I think... One of my favorite parts of the show was just how self-aware it was. It wasn't trying to be anything it it wasn't. It was just, it's playing with social media and the absurdities that come along with that. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't, I mean, I love, I'm on social media constantly all day long. So for me, it was just fun to watch a show that kind of played with the things that you think you know about it. Um, But yeah, I think the characters on the show made it, they, there's no other show I've ever seen on television where every single person on the show had something deeply likable about them and then yes. deeply hateable at the same time. Like, I don't think I've ever rooted for more people simultaneously. I know. I basically loved all of them. Right. That's why when the winner was announced, it was yeah. so hard because I was like, I like each and every one of you for In different, very different reasons. Ways. Meanwhile, if you go back to the first episode, I was like, I can't stand these people. So mm-hmm. it's just funny. I think something that you see on a lot of, especially American reality TV, is leaning into conflict more than connection. I mean, you have an element of connection on a show like The Bachelor, which obviously is the one that comes to mind because we're talking about it all the time. Um, But like the first half of the season, especially this season, has been all conflict. Mm -hmm. And I think there's almost like an overestimation in terms of the audience and how much they want to see that because I was totally charmed and also uh, very invested in seeing kind of an abundance of sweetness and connection. There, there was, was still tension in mm-hmm. it. But very little confrontation. Right. I know you guys are speaking to Sean, who is also on the show, and there is a an episode, I don't want to ruin it for people who haven't seen it, but there's an episode where she has a, which should be a pretty tense confrontation with Joey, um, who then explains to her his strategy for why he made a decision that he did. And I thought that entire moment as... Even though there was tension between them, I think the way that he went about it and handled it, I've never seen a character who, in watching everything he did prior to that, you're like, oh, this guy's going to, like, he's maybe going to blow up. Like, you just think that maybe something super bad's going to happen. And then it doesn't, and he surprises you, and it's one of those, like, very— And it's still entertaining. It's yes. super entertaining, and it's this wholesome moment. I think— the way I'll, I'll I'll use this comparison, I tell people to watch The Great British Bake Off because I think it's a show of nice people doing nice things. And watching The Circle is kind of, it's nice people doing real people things. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those shows that I, I feel like I could re-watch again and still find things to be entertained about. Yeah, I feel yeah. the same way about The Bake Off. <laughs> oh my God, it's my favorite thing. But no, you're so right. And I, what I love about somebody like Joey is how he 
mentioned that at first he might not be who you think he is. I made a lot of assumptions about but he's him. But so, he was so thoughtful through the whole process. Like every answer or every text he'd send, he'd really think about his side of it, mm-hmm. but also how the person will react. And um, And he was so much better with Sean, actually, than I thought he'd be. He totally subverted the meathead vibe that he gave Exactly. Off. And I think for that reason alone, I, I don't know anyone who's watched the show who didn't come into the show having one perception of him and walk out with a different one. And I understand whoever casted the show clearly saw that in him. Put a lot of thought. Put a lot into. of thought. Because yeah. he's, he's somebody who comes in and he comes in strong. He's got the loudest personality, arguably, of anybody else on the show. But he's got so much heart. And it's how often can you say that those two things coincide without confrontation, without yeah. problems? Like he doesn't he doesn't cause problems really no. on the show. He he's he's the one that's like the center of like the love story yeah, every, on the show. Everybody like, loves him. Everybody like, loves him. He's, he ranks number one for a lot of people throughout the whole season. Because he reads as he is. And I, mm-hmm. I don't know how you can bottle that authenticity and how you can sell it, because I, I would buy some. It's yeah. it's it seems it seems like it should be put upon, and it's not. It reads so natural. Mm-hmm. And authenticity itself is such an odd thing because, yes, he was himself, but we're still, of course, it's in a controlled environment. Right. We're seeing a, a specific part of these people. I mean, that's just, that's how we exist in the that's world, right? You TV. Are all, right, that's TV, and that's social media, and you are always projecting a certain piece of yourself and it's not going to ever be the full picture, but it also doesn't mean that it's not real. And I, I think, you know, we see an obsession on The Bachelor with, is this person fake? Is this person here for the wrong reasons? Mm-hmm. And I always have a problem with that framing. And I think fakeness in general is something that also tends to be like pretty gendered. Um, and I appreciated that the circle, instead of kind of, running away from that conflict really, really, really leaned into that conflict. Like, that was the entire premise of the show was, you know, we live in a world where we are having most, like, I would say most of our social interactions online, online mm-hmm. behind a screen. Like, we are constantly texting. We are constantly posting. I mean, I, at least I certainly am, and I'll own that. That's just, you know, and it's not that it's not real, but it is controlled. And why can't those, I think, why can't those things all coexist together happily? I think that's kind of the beauty of, of a show like this, where you can be super real and in a controlled environment and putting on a show while also being your authentic self. Like, I think there's a beauty in all of those things kind of merging into one. I think the the problem with viewers watching a show like The Bachelor versus watching, like, The Circle um, I think there's also the conceit in there of, you know, the people in The Bachelor, are they looking for love? Like, I feel like that has to be part of the equation as well in order for that person to be, quote, unquote, real. Yeah. And also we've seen, uh, you know, it's a it's an influencer platform, The mm-hmm. Bachelor now. And me and Emma have been talking a lot this season about how we wish they would kind of lean into that mm-hmm. and be more self-aware of like, yeah, there are people here who are ready to fall in love. But there are also <laughs> people here using this as a launching pad. And most people are there to do both. Yeah. Right. Which like, it, which to again, me, there's no conflict there. Exactly. Like, and that's that should actually, be okay. But like right. lean in a little bit, which they've tried right, exactly. with Revolve dates and all that. But it's like, I want a little bit more. Like we kind of, you have to evolve with society. <laughs> so I want to talk a little bit about the catfishing element of the circle because it definitely is 
something that creates a lot of the plot and dramatic tension. So as Jenna explained before, some people come in and present themselves in a way that is intentionally not who they are either. You know, we have Sean who um, works for a plus size fashion brand and considers itself to be like a body positive advocate. And in order to kind of shed a light on the way that fat people are treated both offline and online, but specifically online, she comes in and uses her personality, her name, but a significantly thinner friend's photos. Um, And then you have someone like Seaburn who tries to emulate the personality of his girlfriend, essentially. Um, And Karen. Karen, yeah, who comes in, who who is a butch lesbian and comes in as... A ver- that very filtered photo that we were referencing before, like very um, kind of Instagram-friendly, beautiful, perhaps straight, and if not straight, then femme-presenting mm-hmm. person. Um, one that I thought was really interesting is the Alex Adam mm. one. So yes. Alex is a, like, 30-something, um, sort of a little bit, like, goofy dweeby. Theater nerd. Yeah, theater nerd. He, <laughs> love, I, though. I, oh, I loved him. No. And I, I did not. I have a contentious. Oh, we can talk about that. He was t- okay. So, so the thing that was, I okay. So I will complicate that opinion. Um, but I didn't love everything about him. But I could appreciate like his actual personality. I was like, oh, I know people like this. Yeah. This sort of, of like little like charming weirdo. And he had been with his wife for you know eleven years. And he's like, I'm going to come in and be the hot guy, the conventionally hot guy. Adam, he he calls himself and he puts up a photo that's like a shirtless photo. It's very like the kind of thing that if you are a woman who has been on a dating app, you've like seen that kind of thing. And it was really fascinating to see how he perceived that this person would exist in the world. And it was almost to his own detriment where because he was like, well, I'm going to be the hot guy and this is what women like. Right. He ended up coming off as pretty creepy and yeah. overly mm-hmm. forward and mm-hmm. clearly was saying lots of things that he would never say as yeah. himself. But also things that he didn't even believe. Like, right. I, think, yeah. I think my my biggest issue with him was he had no... Okay, I'll, I'll use the Seaburn-Rebecca comparison. I feel like whenever Seaburn would send a message as Rebecca, he did so in a way where he... There was heart behind it. He really took a second to think, okay, how would Rebecca respond to this? Whereas with Adam, he had that, or Alex Alex as Adam, his MO was sort of, okay, I'm going to put, I'm going to create this persona. It wasn't based on anything real. Well, right. He wasn't emulating a specific person. He was emulating a type that he believed existed and and has an easier time moving about the world than he does. How would the hot guy react Right, And in some ways, that's absolutely true. Like, Anyone who there is a thing as pretty privilege and that affects men and women. And mm-hmm. if you are conventionally attractive, it moving through online spaces can be easier in a lot mm-hmm. of ways. But I also think he sort of forgot that those people also have like fully fleshed out personalities. personalities. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think his he would have honestly been better off if he knew a, a hot person. I was just gonna say and, that. Like, like he clearly them. didn't have friends that were, were like Adam. Right. So he's just kind of. Using his outside view of these kind of guys mm-hmm. 
to and it came inform off it came his off personality on the show. Um, and, it and it great. is worth noting. That I wish he was just Alex, to be honest. Like, I wanted him me to be yourself. Me too. That was the takeaway. Everybody I've talked to about his character, because yeah. I, I think the first thing I walked in to any conversation with a circle was like, oh, God, this guy's really irritating. Yeah. Like, wait till you get to his appearance on the show. Which I feel bad because I think had he come in as himself, he would have been significantly less irritating. I was about to say, I think his quirkiness would have come through in a way that's a lot more charming mm-hmm. because Absolutely. he's not trying to be something that he's not. He's very authentically like, like I said, quirky and weird and likes things that maybe not everybody likes. And that's OK. That's fun. Yeah. That's different. Absolutely. And I do think it's worth noting that he ends up on a date with the other catfish. And it is this like brilliant, brilliant scene where you see these two men. Grown men. (laughs) Grown men pretending to be people they are not and trying to guess at how these people would be flirting with each other. And they end up actually meeting. And that was the the moment where I found... um, Alex to be the most charming. Oh, because his reaction is so good. It's so delightful. Like, they are just so thrilled that neither of them had, you know, led actually led the other one on or hurt the other one. And it was was just very fun and sweet to watch. It's the only show on television where somebody could say, I'm a catfish, and people weren't super, super hurt by it. I feel like it's the kind of... I'm super curious to know what Neve Shulman thinks of the show, I have to say. (laughs) Yeah, right? Just because the end of every catfish episode... We're talking about the MTV show Catfish. um, At the end of every one of those episodes, someone's crying, someone's deeply hurt, like someone has spent years of their life invested in somebody that wasn't really the person that they said that they were. So to watch a show where you go into it knowing, hey, I could be talking to a catfish at any moment... It you know, makes the catfish element a lot less sinister than it is well, in real life yeah, when people sure. are usually, like, scamming each other romantically. Right. Yeah, when right. the catfish walk in, they're like, oh, my God, man, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe you did that the whole time. It's but so then good. Shub- poor Shuby with Rebecca was, like, slightly the more he thought about it, he's like, I can't believe you're a catfish. Like, I fell for it. Like, I really liked Rebecca. She was my sister. His reaction was also, like— the kombucha girl of like this of the circle he just had he was his jaw drops he had you know hands on his face he's like oh my god and there's a moment where he literally sits at the table and he's got his hands over his head and he's just like oh my god like i can't but then it's weird because seaburn is in this you know in the original crew Mm -hmm. but i felt like they didn't trust him in the end like he wasn't a part of the pack because they he say, lied. you are family, but you also lied. So they can't. But also, we don't feel that we know. I mean. We don't it, know Seaburn. We know right. Rebecca. So now I'm confused. I don't know who I was talking to. So you can kind of see that in the finale, too. Right. Which is the, the vibes sad. change. Which, yeah. Rightfully so. Yeah. The saddest part to me was also Seaburn was not. I did not like him when he first came in. And by the end, I really fell in love with him a little me bit. Too. I did. I, like, I hate to say that even though I knew he was lying, I just. But there was, again, there was a sweetness behind For sure. it and it, that made it more palatable. Mm-hmm. And also to loop back to The Bachelor, in my mind, I think he was there for the right reasons. Like, I think he played the game the way that the game was intended to be yeah. played. And he was the only catfish that made and it to the end. And you need people that are going to come in as not totally themselves. Or right. else the, it's not fun to watch. Yeah, so right. like, we'll get yeah, There's just an element of that that is part of the sauce. He also, he also proved that social media is exactly what we think it is. It's a show. And he put on the show the right way. 
Yes, absolutely. And I think so Samita, who is the executive editor over at Teen Vogue, wrote a really great review of The Circle. And so I just wanted to kind of read out um, some quotes from her piece. And she gets at this idea of authenticity and the way that it affects and plays out in The Circle. She wrote, social media is often doused with this idea of authenticity. Authenticity is rewarded with follows and likes and engagement, even when people aren't really being authentic. Philosophers have long argued about whether authenticity is possible and not just online. Ostensibly, we are always, quote, putting on a face or code switching to navigate the world and communicate effectively. This is where the circle is at its strongest because it chips away at the idea of an authentic identity. Watching the players interact online as they predict one another's behavior or even trying to connect on a real level while navigating the game they are playing in competition with one another makes you realize we are all playing this game. I loved that. Yeah. Because there is so much heart. There is so much, I think, authenticity in a sense in in the show. And at the same time, it's a means to an end. For sure. And that can never quite be separated. And I do think the reason that it struck such a chord is because that is something that we are all playing at all the time. Um, We are always adapting to whatever situation we're in. We are always aware if we're being, you know, watched, taped, photographed, judged. judged. I mean, my God, like it's it's like you hear about people's like I like people having like a mirror face or something, you know, or or you change your voice when you're on the phone and you're talking to someone who's um, customer service. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or like and I recognize that in myself. You know, I know my good side. I'm so aware of what a a certain angle will convey, a certain pose. And it it happens um, without even thinking about it consciously because we just exist in a world where we are constantly in a feedback loop. Also, yeah, just your different stages of life. Like when I was single, it was about posting about me out at a bar drinking. Mm. When I got married, it was my wedding photos. When I had a baby, it's now... How cute is my baby? How cute is the swaddle she's wearing? How Either way, it's pigtail? like affirm me, but you affirm have to, who I yes, am. Yes, you like, have to fit into these like things, these categories. For sure. And it's just portrays, but you don't have to. You just think you do. Well, but it's also well, just portrays the way yeah. that people move about the world, which which is with a great deal of insecurity. And I think that that is just kind of the human condition. Like we're always going to be looking for someone to approve of us and affirm our decisions. Oh my god! It's I was so about deep, to say right? that got like, so existential. She, <laughs> you're you're entirely correct. I just am sitting there and I'm like, damn, I want to delete my Instagram, but I can't. And just start over. <laughs> I know. Right? I mean, also, there's nothing. I mean, look, we can acknowledge these conflicts and still be like, well, I'm just gonna exist in it. It's like how I feel every time I read something Gia Tolentino writes about like cute workout clothes or mm-hmm. bar class, and I'm like, yeah, this is all correct, and yet I'm still, I still gonna go to bar and I'm I love sad, it I'm right? cog in yeah. the machine yeah yeah. I still I mean, need my I'd... Fabletics matching app yeah it's adorable and it makes me feel great okay and also uh, Instagram is fun yeah. um, it's performative as hell it's just I, it's exhausting my, it's still my favorite social media platform so go figure same and I think again that's what I like about the circle is that it doesn't it's not particularly preachy one way or another but it does sort of in a really fun light way get at this fundamental tension and sort of speaks to the fact that you can't really claim that anyone is like all real or all fake and that's a theme that we've seen coming up a lot in the bachelor and it's interesting to see a reality show just totally like avoid that argument by just leaning into it yeah 
Well, I'm so excited to talk to Sean Taylor about all of this because I'm sure she has a different kind of insight into how it all worked. And and I just need to know, like, do they ever know what time of day it is? <laughs> or also, how many days it actually is? Like, yeah. how many days are they physically... I think you probably lose all sense of time and you're just like, you're like, I don't know, yeah. life is a, is a circle. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. Well, do any any final thoughts, Jenna? Everyone watch the circle watch immediately. The circle. Also, I really hope they bring it back again for another season. Me too. So, Jenna, thank you so much for joining us today. This was a total delight. So much fun. It was a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me, ladies. We're going to take a quick break, but when we get back, we'll talk to Sean Taylor from The Circle. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Sometimes there will be something that is just like nagging at me, bothering me about something in my life, and I just swirl it around and around and around in my head and don't quite know how to address it. And something that can really help me sort that through and like take action is therapy. I completely agree. I've been really stressed lately because I've just been getting sick over and over again. And before I know it, I'm feeling a lot of emotions and I don't even connect where they're coming from with the actual origin. We all carry around these stressors, right? And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a great safe space to get things off of your chest and figure out how to actually work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash love to see it today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash love to see it. Okay, so you got engaged. Congrats. Now you may be wondering what comes next. If you're planning a wedding, the first thing you need to know about is Zola. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake. Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and actually even enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or, you know, from your couch, which is certainly how, uh, if I was planning a wedding, I would definitely want to do it as loungily as possible. <laughs> so important. I also just know myself. I, I know that planning any kind of event, like even a birthday party, can get very stressful. And so it's been really cool to see friends use Zola. It really seems to make everything a lot less stressful. And as a frequent wedding attender, I love to be able to hop on that Zola registry and just purchase a gift. Easy peasy. I know I've done it. I won't forget. Thank you, Zola. Yeah, everything's all in the same place. It's perfect. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. Springtime vibes are in the air, and when you bring in some of the beautiful flowers that are blooming, you probably want to smell the flowers, not the litter box. But thanks to Pretty Litter, you'll be able to smell those spring flowers all you want. Nothing beats Pretty Litter's ability to instantly trap odors. It's ultra-absorbent, it's lightweight, low dust, and one six-pound bag works for up to a month. 
Pretty Litter's crystals change color to indicate early signs of potential illnesses in your cat. And if all of that wasn't enough, Pretty Litter ships free right to your door. You'll never run out. You won't have huge kitty litter bags taking up space. And even better, you won't have to lug those huge tubs from the store to your car or the subway and into your house. Our producer Talon has been using Pretty Litter and he just raves about how great it is, how easy it is to scoop how much better it smells. I mean, the health monitor aspect gives so much peace of mind. He's a big fan, and we know that you will be too. Go to prettylitter.com slash LTSI to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. That's prettylitter.com slash LTSI to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. prettylitter.com slash LTSI. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Oh, I'm so happy the weather is finally turning. If you, like me, have been wanting to update your wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune, then Quince is for you. You can build up a lineup of timeless pieces that will keep you looking effortlessly chic year after year. Like premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. And the best part, all Quinn's items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quinn's cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings right on to you. And Quinn's only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices, as well as premium fabrics and finishes. I love Quince for all these staples. I mean, linen is my favorite summer fabric. They have so many amazing linen staples. I also found my new go-to like summer running around to the playground in the coffee shop bag. It's the pebbled Italian leather front sling bag. I can just fit a wallet and my phone and my AirPods in it, maybe some lip balm. Absolutely perfect. I'm so obsessed with it. And the price was exactly what I wanted to. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash LTSI for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash LTSI to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash L-T-S-I. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list, as they should, because it's very important. If that's you, then make this year the year you finally check it off your list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Wow, that is really fast. Their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning link. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. I personally used Babbel before I headed off to Paris for three weeks, and it was so helpful just kind of giving me back the basic understanding of French, allowing me to interact with people in restaurants, in shops, and, you know, just not make a total fool of myself when in a foreign country. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com 
slash LTSI. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash LTSI. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash LTSI. Rules and restrictions may apply. And now back to the show. So joining us today on the podcast, we have Sean Taylor, social media manager, body positive advocate, and of course, one of the stars of The Circle. Ah, that girl on The Circle. <laughs> that girl. <laughs> Breakout hit of the year. Yeah, is that Aww. is that your identity now? You're like, that. you're that girl. The girl in the avocado pajamas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, with the egg and the avocado. Where Perfect did you get pairs. those? I got them from ASOS. I think they're oh, I love sold ASOS. out now, though. Yeah. Wow, but you, know, you so started. Yeah. You're like Kate Middleton. It's a yeah. movement. <laughs> Honestly, we need more pajama influencers. We really yes. do. Like I'm, cozy influencers. I volunteer as tribute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, when you're walking around on the street, are you starting to get, you know, tapped on the shoulder? Like, hello, are you Sean from The Circle? Okay, so it's so funny because the first time a new Taco Bell cantina opened up around the corner from my office. I haven't been to Taco Bell in like a year. I go... And this girl's face just, like, lights up. And she's like, are you on that show? And I was equally like, yeah! (laughs) (laughs) And it was, like, amazing. But then you're just kind of, like, standing there waiting for your cheesy gordita crunch. Like, "Mm -hmm." You're like, yep, hi, still. (laughs) What can we talk about over our cheesy gordita crunches? Gotta go. The thing is, I go back to Taco Bell. And then someone recognized me there again. And I was like, what is like this glitch in the matrix? <laughs> I can I get a tiny bit of fame, but I can only be recognized at Taco Bell. <laughs> but then finally someone else broke the spell. It's crazy. Like it's on really the nuts. actual street outside of Taco yes. Bell. Yes. Okay. <laughs> wow. The, yeah, the vortex corrected. But that's like my demographic, I guess, teams <laughs> at Taco There's Bell. There's like a good Venn diagram of like people who watch the circle, people who order Taco, Taco Bell. Bell. You yeah. should try going to Chipotle, McDonald's, yeah. just like see what's going on. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, so I loved this show. It was so fun. I devoured it. So I want to know, like, how did you get cast in the first place? <laughs> um, it's so crazy. It, it happened where all good things happen in the DMs. Literally <laughs> out of nowhere, someone like from casting reached out to me and was like, hey, you should audition for this show. And I, it like... I, I keep on saying it feels like the universe had my brain wiretapped because, like, I love social media, like, plus-size representation. I love reality TV. So <laughs> it was like I couldn't have made this up, and then it just, like, fell into my lap. It was insane. Yeah. That's a really good DM slide. It's definitely, oh, like, yeah. better than what I get <laughs> sliding into my DMs. Yes. Just like a lot of angry men. I was going to say, yeah. just a lot of yelling. <laughs> uh, and what what was the audition? Like, what did you have to do? It was so weird. Honestly, the, the audition part was, like, the most, like, okay, is this legit or is this, like, maybe human trafficking? I'm not <laughs> sure at this They're time. They're like, just get on a plane. We'll take your passport. Well, it's all very, like, secretive, <laughs> and you're kind of, like, it was kind of, like, replicating the show, so you were, like, isolated for a bit. So I was like, um, all right. Boyfriend, hope I see you again at some point in this life. Yeah, it was crazy. So I'm curious why you think the circle has kind of struck such a chord with people because it it was it really felt like no one knew what it what the hell it was, and then all of a sudden everyone I knew had not only heard of it but like watched it and loved it. Ah, that's crazy. <laughs> Honestly, um, I I don't even know. It's insane. I think like it's it's fun, right? That it's like. <laughs> 
there's some drama, there's some competition, but like at the end of the day, it's like not too cutthroat, you know? So I feel like I'm always looking for that like reality show or TV show that it's kind of like a pleasant watch at the end of the day. Yes, we're having this problem with The Bachelor right yeah. now because the women are really mean to each guys, other. Yeah. I haven't caught up on this season, but that's <gasps> all I've heard. And I was listening to your guys' <laughs> podcast and I was like, man, I really gotta watch it. You do. Well, if you watch and then you can come on back on the podcast Yes. And help us recap. We would love that. Oh my that. god, yeah. I would love it. Yeah, but seriously, it's like it's not like if this was a show where it was like we all get drunk and are like in each other's faces. Like I feel like I would have drowned. Yeah. <laughs> but you're but locked in your bad. own room. Yeah, on the couch yeah. in my jammies. Yeah. It, it feels safe. And right? also, everybody seemed much kinder to each other than they I do on it. The Bachelor. Like yeah. there was like a little tribe. It was. I it felt, was nice to see. I felt like the casting, too. Like, overall, like, there were a lot of, like, real people on the show, you know? Yeah, I was going to ask about the casting because I was struck, you know, by sort of the sweetness behind mm-hmm. almost all of the personalities that were cast. And and also, um, I loved seeing such a diversity in kind of every sense except maybe age. Yeah. Um, yeah. Tammy. Yeah. <laughs> she um, like mostly young people, yeah, but like right. in every other sense, it felt like there were a, there was a lot of diversity. And did you feel like in the casting process that that was a priority for them? I know it was for sure. And, and like, you know, uh, specifically like being a plus size woman, like so little representation on TV when when it does happen, it's like, okay, am I just going to be like a punchline? So I had a lot of like concerns going into the show. And I know like that's something that was definitely top of mind for them. And, And I think it's just so fun like that. I think there's, like, a certain charm in just watching, like, regular people trying to figure this thing out, you know? It's so true. <laughs> I loved it. And you came in as a catfish. Yeah. Uh, with your Thinner Friends photos. Yes. Uh, which I saw you posted a photo of the yeah! two of you together, and I was like, mind blown. I know. We <laughs> met real. up in Miami. <laughs> but I don't know if you guys saw the whole, like, or a lot of the Circle crew was together in Miami. No. How did I miss this? Okay, wow. I literally... Did you do a social media deep dive? Yeah. <laughs> Please do. I literally just came in last night and my flight was delayed and so like oh my if God, I'm a little a raspy that's no. why because like wow Miami is just something it's wild. else it, I love Miami I'm not, I'm not built for Miami <laughs> I don't think <laughs> I think Joey probably is oh right? yeah for sure but he Sammy. wasn't there but Sammy yes is like the mayor She's of Miami there, right? at this point yes yeah. <laughs> So can you explain why you made the choice to come in as a catfish? Yeah. So um, it's something that, like, I thought a lot about. I wasn't just like, I'll do this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I really kind of, like, toiled over it, to be honest. Um, but really, like, what my decision came down to was, like, thinking about the impact I could have and the conversations that would be started. And I think a lot of people like to think of body positivity as just, like, you know, take a picture in the mirror in your underwear and love yourself and it's all great. But there's also like a big part of it is of like challenging the systems and situations where not everyone gets to love themselves, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, And like my job is social media. So I see the worst of the worst of the worst of people online. And I work for like a plus size fashion company. So I just like, I've seen it all. And I know the majority of people who are like, I mean, Look at the cast of The Bachelor, right? right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, if I was going to be thrown into that situation, like, 
I it's not about how I feel about myself because I feel really good about that. It's just my life experience of how other people have perceived me. But I knew that like if I had the chance to be myself, like if I felt like it would work out okay, then I would like take that chance and run for it. And I'm really happy I did. So that was, was really something fun. that you had thought about beforehand. It was something that, like... that was like in my back pocket okay. for sure. You mm-hmm. know, and um. I, yeah, I'm so glad that that moment happened. I'm so glad that um, I told the people that I told and told them how I told them. And um, yeah, just I, I realized like quickly that having those connections was really important in the circle and that you had to move really quickly to make that happen. Um, yeah, so I'm glad I did. <laughs> I loved watching your like big reveal, quote yeah. unquote. It oh was, my God. It, was, it was crazy to watch. I was going to say, how was it to watch it back and see the other uh, cast members react in real time? I know. That was that was what was nuts, too, because in the circle, you literally just see the your typing, piece right? of the pie. Yeah. Yeah. You have no idea what else is going on. So I was like, I know what people like have, said to you. Right. <laughs> but I don't know like what their faces did. You know? <laughs> right. That's going to be kind of crazy to watch. Um, yeah, so it was, I was definitely nervous watching it back. It was such a trip watching it overall, like, especially because I didn't, when Netflix released it in batches, the first batch, like, I wasn't in. So I was watching it with friends, and I always watch reality TV with friends, and it wasn't, like, clicking in my head, like, I'm about to walk in yeah. on this show. And, like, after watching the first four episodes, I was like, oh, no, I have no idea what I said or did. Like, I just completely forgotten at that point. So, yeah, it was like there were so many surprises watching it back. And did you know going in that you were planning on revealing your true identity or were you trying to be the catfish the whole time? No, I if I had an opportunity to like if I felt like it would work out me coming out as myself, then I was going to go for Mm -hmm. it. Like if 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 when I walked in. My first chat was Skinny Queens chat, you know, and if it was all oh, like God, that one really made yeah. me like grow. Like, <laughs> and who, someone started it that I was like, I don't even think you understand what, like, I don't think you mean to right. project yeah. oh, this course, what you're projecting. Course. Yeah, um, but it was it, it was super interesting to witness as a viewer, right? Mm-hmm. And, and like you know, I, I don't know if if the conversations were a lot more like image driven, or I just got a sense from people that you know, maybe they had feelings about people who were fat, I would maybe be like, okay, I'll just maybe keep this other photo for a little while longer. So I was really grateful that, like, I initially, like, really felt that connection with Chris. And um, I love Chris. Chris is such an angel. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. And then I was like, I just have to go for it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about, you know, your day-to-day in the circle. Of course, we don't want you to reveal the magic sauce too much, (laughs) but um, how long was filming from start to finish? Um, It wasn't that long. (laughs) It was like, I I think like a, a few weeks. It really was not long at all. A few weeks, though, in a tiny apartment with no light coming through. Would drive. I'd be like, what day is it? It's, Although you get to go on, you know, in the jacuzzi. So that always oh, helps. Yeah, so you're like, fun. wow, there's an outside world. I know. Yeah, like how much natural light do you get? What was your sense of time in there? Because that oh, was my biggest question. Sense of time was non-existent. I would be like peering out the window and like trying to gauge where the sun was and be like, how long have I been here? Um, yeah. Just, like, using clues based on that. <laughs> Did they, like, tell you when to wake up and when to go to sleep? 
Yeah. <laughs> it would just be like all the lights would come on. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. like, I guess it's morning. <laughs> alert. Yeah, alert AF. <laughs> I assume you guys couldn't hear other people through the walls. No, you really couldn't. A lot of people like were guessing about that. Were you spread out? Because it's it, one big know. building. You we, don't know. We didn't, we didn't know where you we didn't... were in relation yeah. to yeah. each other. Because we see like the hallway and you just assume everybody's in one of those rooms. Yeah. But I'm like, would they be able to hear each other like screaming? Screaming when, well, when, alert. You look, when you look like at the the B roll, the shot that, that's it's a the big actual building. building. It's, it's a, a big, big building. building. Yeah, so I don't think we were on top of each other. You could never hear anyone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. I was assuming that it was kind of like spread yeah. out for for sound purposes. But yeah, so interesting. <laughs> um, in terms of like the food and books and stuff, it, it felt like people came in and. The, their apartments were fully stocked. Did you get to like make requests? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you could bring stuff with you for okay. sure. You like oh, people awesome. brought their books like ready to go, knowing okay. that like we weren't gonna have any Netflix time. Like you couldn't watch Netflix, which was you know. But wow. you could you could bring books because on the Bachelor even they they limit your reading material. Yeah. You can't bring books on the Bachelor. I'm pretty sure at least it used to be that you could only bring the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I wonder if they change it. We have to look yeah, into that. Yeah, on Paradise, I know they can bring, you yeah. see people reading books. Uh-huh. But. but just what you want to do when you're on The Bachelor. Yeah, like, let right. me open up <laughs> yeah. to Psalms. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's relax my nerves and read yeah. some Bible verses. Um, and you seem to be taped in, like, every room. <laughs> yes. What? Like, what? How did you have any sense of privacy, like showering, None. all that <laughs> It was so weird. It was so weird. And it was also like, I'll be honest with you, it was hard to forget that you were on camera. Like sometimes you're having like a conversation, you're really in the moment, but you're in a room by yourself. Like yeah. there's not much distraction. <laughs> yeah. And like those cameras in the room, they actually move. And so, like, you would be, like, you know, sitting on the couch, and then you, like, go get, like, a glass of water, and you just hear, like, <laughs> you're, like, you're, like, oh, yeah. Super big let brother. Just, let me just get a glass of water the way I always get a glass of water. The very elegant <laughs> way. Right. I- I know. I'd be, like, oh, my gosh. It's so revealing of all. Like, I feel like I do a lot of, like, weird shit when I'm alone. Well, as we all do. Yeah, yeah. Like, everyone's kind of weird and gross. In our private like, spaces. Yeah. I always wondered too. Did you guys like? Did they rely on you to clean the rooms and all that? Like, oh, yeah, it was all up to us. Yeah. Sometimes I saw Shuby's room. I was like, boy, let's sweep up a little <laughs> yeah. bit. Like, it's looking a little dusty down there. You do have some time on your hands too. So, but like, if I do, I want to clean. Do they like time give off? you a Not Swiffer? Really. I didn't have a Swiffer in my room, no. But I don't think I came to a point of needing a Swiffer. Yeah, you weren't there long enough where it got real, real dusty. The apartments were super cute, They were so cute. Oh, my God. I love, like, I really loved my room, too. I love, like, gold and, you know, like, kind of, like, natural accents. It felt like they, like, took into account people's tastes and there were such cute little messages. Especially Joey's room. Joey's room was so Joey, right? <laughs> Just like the like New York. Yeah. You know? oh my, Joey was one of those characters that surprised me so much. The first episode, so I was like, I'm gonna hate this guy. Yeah. yeah. Like just the way he was talking about women, I was like, uh. Oh. And then <laughs> he's incredible. He's so so much empathy, and he was so well intentioned and was so caring for other people. Like I I loved the way that we got to spend enough time with a lot yeah. of the people on the circle that I. 
I felt like I got like a more complicated sense of who all of you were as people, mm-hmm. sure. even if it was just, you know, in this, of course, controlled, limited way. <laughs> I know you and Joey had a moment, too. Or wasn't he one of the first to reach out to you once you? He was. Yeah. yeah we actually had like a couple more moments that didn't make it to the show. That was going to be one of our questions. Oh. What are some things that we didn't oh get to see God. that you okay. wish we had? Let me tell you. OK, uh, one, my first day in the circle Wait, no, after, so trivia happened, went to bed, woke up the next day. Um, Bill and I had a very <laughs> flirty Bill. moment. And we missed, yeah, we saw we almost nothing it. from Bill. Oh my God, yeah. I'm, Poor Bill. <laughs> I know. <laughs> He's like such a funny, sweet, down-to-earth guy. I really like him. Um but yeah, we had this like flirting session that I was I was probably like beat red the entire time. <laughs> like I when I like I was um when I was in college, I was like single for a while. I was like Tinder, let's go, like was like on my flirting game and I've been with my boyfriend for like, you know, 4 years. And I'm like, what the <laughs> hell am I doing? <laughs> like how do I flirt? I yeah. know. The number of people, it was I was so interested that um there were a lot of people who were cast who were in relationships, but everyone said they were single. I know. <laughs> I know. Nobody wanted to be like, I'm in a relationship. And I'm like, what's so bad about being in a relationship? I kind of got it, though. You don't want to feel like it. It you makes you feel, yeah, yeah. feel more you closed more off. To work with. Exactly. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that Bill moment was hysterical. It was also really <laughs> funny because he was uh, voted off before I revealed myself. And so the right. first time That's that he point. and I actually interacted face-to-face was in, like, a green room before the finale. Yeah. Oh, my God. I know. And I was, like, terrified. I was like, I feel like I'm back on the show. Like, what is he going to think? And he was, like, so nice and sweet and awesome. <laughs> and he's a very funny guy. <laughs> I know, because that must have been—it's always tricky when I know you and Joey met face-to-face. Yeah. Did you know that Joey would be Joey, or did you ever question that he could himself be a catfish? No, I really thought Joey was Joey. Mm-hmm. I did have a feeling about—I actually— had a very strong feeling about Rebecca. And I also didn't make it to the show, but I at one point said, I feel like Rebecca's a man. And it, <laughs> funnily enough, was not the period conversation. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That was the so period conversation. Funny. Oh, my God. The I, best thing to watch I just love seeing, like, you and Sammy be like, what? <laughs> it only hey. hurts on my left side. And everybody was like, but really? He said that's an actual thing that happens to his girlfriend. I, I was like, know. I don't, I've never heard of no. this. Um, <laughs> no, so it was during the painting competition where... Like, in the photo, I'm like, this girl can do a winged eyeliner. Why does this painting look like this? Like, if you can do a winged eyeliner, (laughs) you can do something better than what's happening here. Like, if you go back and look, his painting is horrific. (laughs) You're like, this is not someone who has spent a lot of time on aesthetics. It's scary. (laughs) The first hint. I really did want to meet the real Rebecca, though. I was hoping she'd come back in the finale. Yeah. Uh, to see her. Did you see there was a little um, video Netflix put out of Shubham and Rebecca and the real Rebecca who's no. Sammy and Seaburn. They all met. Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. See, this is I the content it. we yeah, need. need yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, so you, you and Bill came in, as you said, halfway, about halfway through yeah. the game. Um, and it did feel a lot like just automatically people are at a disadvantage if they came in later. How do you think the show could correct for that in future seasons? Or is it just like, that's the name of the game? I mean, I guess on Bachelor in Paradise, it's the same thing. Like, coming in later just 
sucks. Yeah, because people had those, like, they formed those relationships already. Right. So they were I being know. the OGs, per se. It, yeah, it really was. And it, it felt that way coming in. Like, it felt like, especially, like, the level of conversation that you had. Like, you're only going off of what you're saying to each other. So people just keep on raising the stakes. By the time Bill and I came in, group chats were like, I love you forever. You're my family. And I'm like, <laughs> I just got here. You're like, hello, my name is Sean. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, I thought it was interesting. So you guys know this is, like, a U.K. show. Right. Yes. Yes. So apparently in the UK version, when the new people came in, they could rate, but they couldn't be rated. So I thought it was interesting that they took that element away because it would kind of give you a little little bit of an opportunity to Mm -hmm. like kind of shake things up a bit. Um, Yeah, I, I feel like that's the biggest thing. Um, or, or like, I wonder if there were, like, teams or something like that. Like, that would maybe shake things up. Yeah. Because um, it is hard when you first come in and you can't rate. You kind of have to sit back and watch how the ratings fall. I know. But it would, you're right, it would be helpful for you guys to be able to rate. Maybe they can't rate you. So right. So you could stay another few days. Right. Yeah. Um, and shake things up, as you said. Yeah. I, I will be curious to see if they tweak the format at all moving forward. Yeah. Um, just because the game element. I also... I'm curious whether they'll be able to kind of recreate the casting magic again <laughs> because there isn't sort of an innocence that anyone has going into a new right thing of and course. now you're anyone who goes in will know how it works like yeah. there's there's got to be I just imagine there will be a little bit more strategy yeah. going forward just because not because people are nefarious but just like you, you know would, what it is right you would think I mean like I hope that maybe they continue to like because I think a lot of us, like, never pursued reality TV. Right. Like, it just really fell in your lap. And it's crazy how casting people manage to find you. I don't know how I how was on anyone's radar. I don't know. Because yeah, he says know. he, like, is, isn't a social media guy. Yeah. So I'm like, where did you come from, Juby? <laughs> if you look at his Instagram, he had, like, four posts before yeah. the circle. Yeah. And they were, like, from 2014. Now so maybe he's, they, like, killing it on Instagram. I know. I know. <laughs> you love to see it. It's so it is kind of wild that all of you guys now have these I know much more substantial followings especially the people that made it all the way to the end and right. someone like Shubham who's like social media is the devil and now he's like blue check <laughs> yeah. and now he's like I have to update my profile regularly so funny but yeah in terms oh. of casting too I do wonder next season if they'll go a little older as we mentioned well that's what I was going to say like on the UK series like there were there was some more age diversity um, so I'm curious at, like if like I don't know if there is going to be a next season but like right. if there is a next season yeah like bringing in you know like maybe people who are a bit older like I, I hope that they keep people who, like, of course, like, those people who are like, I love reality TV. I'm going to be on reality TV. Like, they're great to watch. We'd yeah. love to see it. But, like, there is charm in someone who's like, I don't know what the I hell don't know I'm doing here. Yeah. No, I really, and I do think that the format of the show lends itself to casting people who we don't get to see normally on yeah. reality television. Mm-hmm. And I just absolutely, absolutely loved that because it is one of my biggest frustrations watching a lot of these reality shows and you're like there is one type of body that is on these shows they're very like predominantly white often and um yeah it's like to me this the format of the show is exciting because it like automatically um allows for a little bit more flexibility and diversity something different 
and it's fun. It's yeah, fun. It's, it's not fun. not like you know. Oh, we should have diversity just because it's like morally correct. But like, it's great to watch. Yeah, for absolutely. sure. I just want to get like Miles Teller's grandma on there or something. You know what I mean? Like somebody who's already in the social media world maybe could like kick uh, it up it, a notch. It would be very funny to watch the generational divide play out. Mm. Yeah. I know Tammy and her mojos. What did she call them? The mojos. Yeah. <laughs> Tammy's so funny. I like really had a great time with her when we were in Miami. She was there. Oh she my was. God, Tammy. Ed, Ed was not able to make it. Ed she had, came? Yeah, Ed had to work, but Tammy came and she was whooping it up and I was here for it. Oh, she probably had so much fun with all of you guys. Oh my God. You're such a good bunch. She also like, I was like, you are keeping up, Tammy. Like, it's past <laughs> I, my yeah, bedtime. Like, man, <laughs> she definitely could outpace me. Yeah. Like, I. Thousand percent she could. Sure. So yeah, who are you still really in touch with uh, out of all the people that were on the cast? So we all have a little group chat on Instagram. We talk, like, all the time. I yeah, which it's, like, it's so great because, like, I couldn't imagine going through all this stuff alone, you know? Um, yeah, and then, like, a lot of us, like, have each other's numbers, and then we, yeah, we just went to Miami together. So, like, everyone really, really keeps in touch. I think I saw Joey, too, like, walked in a New York Fashion Week show or something. I know. Wow. <laughs> I loved him. I, I messaged him immediately, and he was like, I don't know. Like, he was like, how <laughs> did this happen? Happening? I don't know. Here I am. <laughs> and how did you feel about Joey winning? <laughs> like, I love Joey. I, I, it's kind of like, you know, the, like, um, what is it? Like that competition thing where whoever like knocks you out, you kind of want them to win, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> so like, I, you're like, I, at least it was for a purpose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I did feel good about Joy winning, but like I had a connection with a lot of people in you know like the circle at some point at at that time. So I, I mean, obviously, like I love Chris so much too. And then like once Chris was at the finale, and like I was just hearing more of like his story and who he is, I was like. Oh my god, my heart is like about to explode. Like such a sweetheart. Oh, he was I loved I loved him. Chris. I know. And I was I was reading an interview where Joey said that there was a conversation between him and Chris that ended up on the cutting room floor that I would have loved to see. Like I didn't realize Joey like worked at a gay bar. Yes. Like yes. I was like, I know. There are so many little things that were cut. Oh yeah. yeah. Huh, that's interesting that that was cut. Because I feel like that's actually a big reason why people gravitated towards Joey because like on on surface like face level he's kind of you know yeah that like Italian like you know kind of Jersey Shore type of guy but then it's like oh but he also works at a gay bar so he he must be like type yeah yeah yeah. so like he must be a bit more like accepting and fun than maybe like I'm thinking and and then he like totally proves that in how like he talks to everyone you know and like clearly like very accepting of like Chris and having fun with Chris and like banter in the group chats that you're like okay you're like a cool yeah, guy you're cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah you're cool you're I know and him and Shuby are like bros now and I love how oh they my post god. about oh being my like god. so, so sweet. funny the shoe bro or whatever yes. <laughs> can we go a little bit more into your elimination yeah yeah and like how there. that felt at the time and also obviously we only saw a small piece of your conversation with Joey like how long did that conversation actually last oh my god okay well again I have no sense of time but um, (laughs) right of course it it felt like it lasted like we were there for like at least a half hour like we were talking for a while um yeah it was (laughs) it was insane um obviously I was completely shocked (laughs) um and, and 
I think like one thing that this experience I've like walked away with is a lot more empathy for people who are on reality TV <laughs> because it's like sometimes you're watching and you're like, why are you so emotional right now? But damn, those producers make it so it is as emotional as possible. You know, you're you're by yourself, big like alert on the TV screen. You're like, is this the end? Yeah. <laughs> That's the only connection you have yeah. to structure. And all they yes. tell you is there's a super influencer coming to like kick you off. Yes. You don't know if they're going to come to your room. You don't know who is going to open the door. Yeah. Were so, you shocked that it was Joey that when he came in? So shocked. Yeah. Literally. So like... It, there was, like, a lot of time that had elapsed since, like, like it seems, like, really quick on the show. But, like, I, I had been waiting for a while. I was like, I'm getting in my PJs. Like, I'm chilling. I'm so happy you, you chose <laughs> to wear you, those PJs again. I'm cracking up because I wore, like, a bomb outfit, like, all day. And then I'm like, time like, for my luck. most dramatic moment. Yeah. <laughs> Let me get in these goofy PJs. Um, but, no, I so much time had passed that I thought to myself, I was like, oh, like, the super influencer must have gone to see someone, someone else. else. Yeah. And then, you know, like, Joey was obviously himself. But when you see someone in real life, there's always a moment of, like, wait, you look a little bit different, you know? And so when he walked in, my brain did a complete somersault <laughs> that, like, I thought maybe there was some kind of, like, tech issue and someone was coming to fix it because because he was like, I'm sorry. And I was like, oh, yeah, something must have malfunctioned. And then he, like, hugs me. And I was like, oh, oh I'm going no. Yeah. <laughs> you don't look as tan as you do in your photos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I was in I was in complete shock. It was crazy. <laughs> Did you leave, though, feeling good after you kind of or better after you talked it out with Joey? Um, yes, I felt <laughs> my I I look like I really kind of like gave it to Joey in that last uh, when we like talk. And like I my like guiding light phrase is like, say what you mean, but don't say it mean. And so I was like, I'm not going to be like, no, Joey, no problem, because I really felt like he had like you know, put himself out there for me. So I was like, okay, I'm going to, like, trust you. Um, so I, I don't know. It was once I told him that I had him at number one, I could tell that he was, like, gutted. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was bummed out, you know. Um, and it really, like, like I said on the show, it just kind of really goes to show that you have no idea, like, what is going on. Like, everyone is just making guesses, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and you want to have, like, strategy, but at the end of the day, you're just like, ah, oh, I got to make a decision, you know? And I, I feel like that's really what it what it came down to there, and I really can't blame him for that, you know? Yeah, yeah like, I, he was so sweet and sad. I letting know. You go. <laughs> and he was like, oh... I'm curious because you said you're a social media manager. Yeah. Did any of the skills you had from that position help you in the circle? Mm, that's a good question. Hmm. I feel like maybe just in the sense of like forming connections with people, I, I, I think I, it helped me get into like a gameplay mindset of like, okay, everyone has these connections. Like I have to say or do something to create some intimacy with people because I feel like that's something that like can often like resonate online if it's, you know, authentic that like, hey, I'm going to try putting a little piece of myself out there and then I'll see how you respond to mm -hmm. it. And I felt like that was that like scale was going to be my only in really mm -hmm. at that point. 
And just before we let you go, you really very directly, obviously, addressed online fat shaming and fat phobia uh, in your time on The Circle. How has the viewer response been to that? Um, It's been overwhelmingly very positive. And I'm so grateful because I was so scared, honestly. I'm so (laughs) relieved to hear that. I I was really terrified. But, like, my DMs, I have gotten, like— messages literally from all over the world from people who have been like, you know, I'm so inspired by what you did. I'm like crying my eyes out on the couch. And then just like really amazing stuff from people who are like, I feel that way. Like, I feel like I can't be visible as myself. Mm -hmm. And it really like means a lot that you, you know, just kind of like shown some light on that conversation. Like I had this one like I, I don't know why it really stuck with me, but I, a dad from, like, Australia, and he was like, I feel like I can't get in the pool with my kids. And, and you know, oh, and, God, and it's, it's like, and, but it's like, I know that. Like, I felt that. Yeah. I know what you mean. And um, it's really true. I, and, of course, like, there's been some trolls, <laughs> you know? I mean, yeah. And it's what's really interesting is kind of, like, the the bit of, a, like, a mind fuck <laughs> about some of it where it'll be, like, I got the most insane comment the other day where someone I posted I, I was wearing I think this skirt actually it's a great skirt Thank for you. those it's listening like we're, so we're wearing a mauve accordion <laughs> skirt right now a um, great black turtleneck <laughs> Thank you. Elizabeth Holmes chic we're just you. staring at Sean right now a nice clip in her hair um <laughs> so I was wearing this skirt and someone commented like she claims to be body positive, but she, like, covers up in, like, skirts and dresses. You're like, you mean I'm wearing like, clothing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I was, like, immediately, like, I was, like, I, I haven't engaged with, like, any trolls. But I'm, like, mm, let's try this one. <laughs> I was, like, I literally have, like, nudes on my Instagram. <laughs> so, like, there's that. But also, like, you can be, like, you can love yourself. And that doesn't mean you always have to be naked and dancing to Lizzo you know like modest people love themselves too she's like well like barf I don't want to see you naked like that's disgusting yeah no no (laughs) like I feel like I block from the circle block from the circle I feel like you just proved my point she like really didn't get it but I have really like taken a step back from that and you know I could get like angry and be like see you're completely proving my point but instead I'm like taking it as like a like the universe is like trying to teach me that everyone is going to have an opinion on you and want to define you in your own way. And it's going to even be conflicting opinions about you, polar opposites that just are impossible to both be true, that like you might as well just like do what really makes your heart happy, you know? And that's a perfect note for us to end on. Thank you so much for coming by before work, Sean. I know. We got to go out for some drinks or something. I know. Have me back. Oh, my God. I would love to talk more reality TV with you guys. Fantastic. No, seriously. The offer is open. Yay. Yeah. Please. (laughs) That would be so fun. And that's it for Here to Make Friends. Thanks to our guests, Jenna and Sean, and our producers, Nick Offenberg and Sarah Patterson. Please subscribe to Here to Make Friends wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss a moment of Peter's season recaps and our bonus episodes. And give us a five-star rating and review. You can also give us a follow on Facebook and Instagram at Here to Make Friends Pod. And you can follow us individually on Instagram and Twitter. I'm at Lee Blickley and at Lee BZ. And I'm at Emma Lady Rose. We'll be back soon with another recap of The Bachelor.
I live by routines, especially my same-day delivery routine with Shipt. Because when Sunday rolls around, I'm not scared. I got my shopper on the way with all my favorites. Shipt, delight in every delivery. Learn more at Shipt.com. If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. 